Podcast. It's me. I'm here with Mayhem Miller. Yeah. And the Ween Dogs. What's up, dude? Uh, I want to. We're at, at uh, Better Box Studios. Thank you, Speedweed, for sponsoring the show. Marijuana is legal in California. Get it delivered. Speedweed has you covered. Follow them at Speedweed. My man Gino, one of the greatest guys I've met. Love this dude. They'll take care of you. They got edibles. They got. Yo, these specials. cookies got weed in them? Those cookies do not have weed in them oh, because we do not bro. want you uh, failing thank God, drug tests. I piss hot, man. This game over. How uh, how often are you getting tested? Fucking every time I turn around, bro, they chase me with a piss cup worse than the UFC. Really? Yeah. Like Christmas morning, Christmas Eve? <laughs> yeah, whenever they feel like it. They, they come to your house? Hell yeah, bro. Probation officer. Uh, I heard someone like, hey, Miller, your parole officer. I'm like, what the hell? This motherfucker came, bedside service, bro. Really? Yeah. He, like, looked under. He's like, uh, you could stay in bed. Uh, just keep your hands outside the <laughs> outside <laughs> outside the bedspread. <laughs> I'm like, wait, time out. You think I got a pistol under here? No, sir, I don't. I didn't even wake up. I was like, yeah, I appreciate it. Was he dressed up as Santa Claus? <laughs> I wish. Yeah, this dude, <laughs> that would have made it better. You know what I mean? Or at least an elf. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Santa comes in, like, oh, we got presents. And then it's fucking Mom, well, I, yeah, Your presence is a piss cup. Take yeah. this over here. Yeah, it, it's a wild life that I'm living. You know, I mean, normal life. Are you worried that anything that you take might? Hell yeah. Bro, I bought, you know me, so I got my nose busted so many times that, uh, you know, I do nose spray. I bought this nose spray that I don't usually use, and then I Googled it after I bought it. You could test hot for meth with that. Uh, some dude lost his bronze medal because he took some Benzedrine, Benadrine, yeah. Benzedrine, something like that. And, and yeah, and so I was like, ah, well, I'm just going to have to be stuffy nose for another day. Damn. I know. Wow. Can't even live a normal life. You know, I bet it's all right. I don't need that nose spray. I got my Afrin. <laughs> Well, it's good to be back. Sounds great, uh, yeah. Um, I'll talk about the last two weeks have been great. First of all, we had our, our second wrestling match. My kids are killing it. What? And uh, it was pretty funny. Like, So, you know, we had our whole match, and those are my favorite because kids come, and also we actually recruit new kids by them watching. They watch their friends. Like, Wait, oh, you're, wanna, you're poaching <laughs> from other teams? That's no, no, on? the kids that go to our school, like, oh, they come and watch their friends wrestle, and they want to join the team. That's oh. why whenever I have practice, I leave the door open. Nice, you're selling I, the I dream. I want kids to show, hey, what's going on in here? Hey, what are you doing? And the kids don't got to wear singlets no more, huh? No, no. It's up, to the, it's up to the coach. Wait, but what do you got? What do the dudes wear? Man, they wear, if I were in your position, which I'm not, I would be like having these dudes dress up in like the sickest like wrestling outfits, gladiator like, armor. They were M- yeah. MMA shorts, yeah, and tank tops. That's what I'm saying. Tank tops, yeah, Pretty like black, like wife beater, not wife beaters, like just black, like a, like a black sleeveless shirt. You it's, know what? But yeah. I would dress each kid in his individual for his personality. I'd be like, look, kid, you're wearing a stained wife beater. Like, nope, nope, nope. I don't care. You're wearing this stained wife beater. You're now junkyard. What's that kid's dog, name? Dog, junkyard dog. No, what's that one kid's name? Uh, Oh, the Indian kid? Oh, Derek. You're a junkyard Raj. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's the best. He was in my pilot, and uh, we, we made a lot of funny references. We called him Captain Curry. Oh, my God. And he thought it was the funniest thing. I uh, love racism. It's so, like my favorite sport after MMA. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially white people. White people are the easiest people. What? 
you know, the racism against white people, I really think it's taken an upturn. You you can you can really be racist to white people nowadays and just get away with that shit. Well, you know? what I find as a comic is that 99.999 keep going. It's no one like if I make a black joke, black people are laughing. I know. If I make an Indian joke, Indian people are cracking yeah. up. But it's to other people that are offended on behalf of the people you're talking about. Dude, that's an interesting that, phenomenon. It's the internet. It amplifies everything. So, like, if you think if if you think someone's mad, like you don't want you know you want to be a nice guy. We're all in this nice guy contest. <laughs> oh my god, that weed cookie is fucking killing <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. So what happened? And it, well, it, like for instance, like uh, these two gay dudes. All right, they're boyfriends. I was hanging out, and the one called the other a fag. <laughs> and I was like, damn. And, but then I was like, saw their body language. It's like, oh, these dudes are boyfriends. Another dude at a table flipped out, yeah. le- like said that he was being homophobic. I'm like, well, how can you be homophobic unless you're scared of yourself? It, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Right? It's like, so it's just the language you know well, I, mean? I just find it like i'm let, probably gonna get shit for just saying the no, word dude trust me i i feel like what, what nobody's listening is that you're especially not so, the you're gays. so a, you think we got a gay fan base on mma roast i know we do somebody called today yeah. that said that that's your man crush nice and uh yeah and that's then uh, and then about. nikki paris the host of the dime bar said that you're his like spirit animal or something or... <laughs> i love that gay those gays be going hard I love on me that like, gay. bro those gays be like staring at me hard like i'm like they're looking at me like a steak on the grill bro very <laughs> Every time I hang out, thanks, bud. And uh, <laughs> but I appreciate that. But at the same time, I don't know. It's kind of like a dead end road. But like the gays always like to like you know think that I have the door open a little, just a little right. bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you you never experiment. Maybe they grow some tits. You know what All I mean? Right. I don't know. So back to the wrestling match. Okay, so yeah, I'm coaching and uh, we have a whole match, and then the kids' friends are on the team, right? Like the kids' friends are on the bench. And I don't like to let anybody on the bench because it's like you, you're on the wrestling team. You earn your yeah, spot yeah, on the yeah. bench. So I go to this guy. I go, hey, buddy, you know, uh, no offense, but this is for wrestlers only. No, see, and he bro, goes, you can't hit him with no and offense. And he says to me, he says to me, oh, I'm his, uh, I'm his emotional service friend. <laughs> Did he have a vest? <laughs> no, but I was like that. <laughs> Did he wag his tail? I was like, that's funny. That is pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> let him stay. Yeah, I had to let him stay. Well, it's like that. Uh, I watched that show, Shameless, like that. He, could it be his manager? Like, the kids, like, uh, getting like, endorsement deals Pretty for much. His, that's Better hilarious. Box Studios, give him pallet full of wheat and then tyler was also the, uh, the other coach me and tyler and the problem with having other coaches sometimes is that we're we're all screaming different shit mm. at the same time yeah and I, because like i'm not there all the time because i'm on the road and traveling and tyler fits in fills in like it's like but sometimes he's yelling like quasi jujitsu moves no. uh, <laughs> well he's coming from a different background yep, and, I, yep. and i'm sure his moves are good and they work i just don't I've never done them his way. And well, my opinion is like if the kid knows, like, you know, you have different coaches for different situations and different coaches. Like if you if Tyler has worked with the kid and he the kid knows the movie he's talking about, I think that's fine. But like you see me when I come to practice and coach the guys with you, I always defer to you because you're the head coach. I go, I like, you know, Adam, this is Adam's he you spend you know more time with the kids than I do, so you know what they're 
you know, uh, you know what they're really good at and what they're not good at and what move they should defer to. You know what I mean? What move they should go to. I think that's a smart. Have you ever had a problem with like people working Hell in your, yeah. your corner or yes. people are young? Different- yes. Opposite stuff. Definitely. Like one guy's telling me <laughs> to take his back. Other guy's telling me to ground and pound. I'm like, what, what, what do you guys want me to do? I'm like looking over at, at the guys. I, I, I look at my corner and I ask him. What fight was that? I ask him. uh the last fight where I lost, uh, like a minute, uh, I had a minute left. I'm pretty sure I was pretty sure there was a minute left. And I look up at the corner and I ask him, uh, "What?" Um, I ask him like, "How, how long? Much, yeah. How much time?" Yeah. And one guy goes, "What?" And the other guy reads the Bible. You know, what? yeah, it's. Uh, well, you have Matt Horwitz in your corner, Matt but I'm Horowitz saying when you had like Perillo and those guys, yeah, do you ever have a? Cause I, I would assume even that's even the egos are even bigger at that level. But do they ever Look, have an MMA fight where guys the, yelling one thing? And, yeah, yeah, I, I know where you're getting at, but dur- like during the like best parts of my career where I was doing the best, you you would have a guy uh, who all everyone is in balance like you're working in synergy so you know the boxing coach kickboxing coach would be yelling at during the kickboxing time and then the grappling coach would be yelling during the grappling phases of the fight and so you don't get this or <clears throat> the best usually uh, was one guy just yells the other guy so the guy you can hear his voice the best you know because in in america it's so loud it's so damn loud. In Japan, I can hear the guy perfect. Like, we could have a conversation. I literally would have conversations sometimes because everyone's sitting silently. Funny conversations or like. Yeah. Uh, you know, just asking, like, does it look good? You know, like, like <laughs> should I go for it? Really? Yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things. That the fight business is tough. You know, the wrestling's the same. You know, it's a, a different tangent of fighting, you know, and. Uh, it, it's kind of you got to have a clear mind and, and especially these young dudes you know you, you got to make sure that they they can hear the voice why were you screaming well, over well, each I was other yelling, well like tyler was like you put your elbow down and, and lean this way and i'm like stand up and it was got to the point where i'm like i had to and i said to tyler i said listen buddy you know i don't listen i love you you're, you're one of my best friends i love what you do but I think, shut the I think fuck you're up crazy. Yeah. however i don't want to confuse the kids and I think you're telling some really good things. I think I'm telling some good things. Dude, you're so just, democratic. I would have just said, bro. I think it's diplomatic up. is what you're saying, but not democratic. Nah, but, democratic. Uh, you're, you're voting for it with your mouth. But I said, I don't want to hurt your feelings and then have you quit and be, and then be stuck without a coach. Because I, I need you and you make our team a lot better. Yeah. And he goes, Adam, I'm a fucking Marine. I can take criticism. Yeah, I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. You're so weird. Like, you well, can talk to that dude directly. You know, I, you I know, know how to I dance just, around it. It's hard for me sometimes because mm. I don't want to – because I always think in like eight – Steps lever. Uh, he's gonna quit. I'm not gonna have a coach. I'm, not, I'm gonna have to cancel a comedy show. I have to come here. And then, like I always think about, and then it's I, uh, yeah. so it's hard. I hear your anxiety. Scenario. I feel your anxiety. It's it's coming off you in waves. But uh, so anyway, so that, that that was good. And then uh, and then Christmas was good. Although I was home with the family. Oh. And uh, Christmas. Well, yeah. A lonely Jew on Christmas Dude. with your family. How'd that go? Some wife's wife's in Fresno. I'm sitting there with her grandparents who are. Born again Christians. Wait, you you were with your wife in Fresno. Yeah, we Fresno, wife, huh? Fresno, God's country. The baby, wife's born again Christian family. Mm. The mom there. We're in this little house, like in, I'm con- stuck in a room, and I'm thinking about you, cause I'm like, yeah. cause I'm there for five days. I got cabin fever. I can't leave, <laughs> and I'm getting like presents and like gifts and food, and I'm still like, I gotta get, I gotta leave this fucking house right now. I, this is too much. Like, I, I'm I'm going. 
bonkers. Yeah. Every day is like Groundhog Day. And then I'm like, Mayhem was locked up for a year and a half. <laughs> like, we're getting so no presents and people be. yelling at you. <laughs> Only presents I got was a beat down from the guards. Bro. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but like, damn. So, I mean, what? How did you deal with it? I, I was, I, I dealt with it. Then, then the five was closed. I couldn't get home. Um, then I'm, but it was, look, it was great. It was funny because like some of the presents that we we got were like. Like end of the world Pat Robertson boxes, you know, like for when so the you're, apocalypse you're, comes. You're doomsday prepped yeah, or have, now? Yeah, we have that. <laughs> I also got like yeah. I also got like a computer and shoes and some really nice, nice. stuff. Damn, yeah, dude. Yeah. Some wife got me hooked up. But you know what she does? I go, let's do not do presents this year. Let's do one present each. Let's wow. save money. We're saving for a house. We gotta buy a house, right? Okay, no problem. Come Christmas time, I get there's like 19 gifts for me. I got her one gift, right? But, like, I get big gifts. But I, I asked her, like, what do you want, right? Mm -hmm. So she's like, oh, I want this thing that you blow on that tells you how many calories you have to lose and how much you have to go to the gym and what you have to work on. It's some advanced thing. Sounds like thing. my worst nightmare. Sounds like an advanced thing. And then she's like, and also, I want Equinox trainer. So now I'm telling her family. She's like, oh, Adam got me a trainer and a Peloton. Now I'm the Peloton guy that got my wife in shape. And I don't want to be that fucking. I'm like, but that's what she wanted. Your wife has been kidnapped and stuck chained to a Peloton. Now for they're all looking months. at me like I'm the asshole telling my wife. Bro, my wife's in great you just, shape. How could you fall into the classic mistake, bro? That what they ask for isn't what they want. That's like the the baseline gift. You're supposed to get some cushy bullshit after that. Like, I don't know, like a ring or a, a, a dildo. I don't know. You know, something like this. You're supposed to like back it up with a with a cushy gift after you get the utilitarian. Yeah. I just said, she's gonna ask for something that, you know, she probably needs because she's you know, she's a smart lady. But Bruh. We got a lot of there were a lot of conservative gifts. I mean, they got like my pillows <laughs> were given to each other, uh, a safe for the guns. What? Yeah, like oh yeah, dude. Yeah, like they how have, many guns do you have? <laughs> I don't have any guns, but they, they were giving the uncle. Oh, they have oh, like oh. eight guns, and then they have the thing where the handprints, the fingerprints go. And, and so basically, you had you, a Fox News Christmas. That's dude, what you're it was it was a Fox News like Sean Hannity was Santa, and uh, <laughs> Tucker Carlson showed up. It Do was they a, know that you're not a Trump supporter? They, he is a Trump. Supporter. No, I'm not a Trump supporter. <laughs> I should I, be. I'm not a Trump supporter. I don't hate Trump. Mm. I'm not like I feel like at this point Trump could cure cancer. Nice. And people would still be like, he's the worst fucking president in the world. Mm -hmm. Like there's something he can't do right on some. And I'm not one of those people. Mm. I, I could see that he's good for the economy and certain things and certain things. I wish he wouldn't. We're really going to talk politics. I wish he wouldn't lock kids in cages. Now. Okay, so, <laughs> politics and, is a big part and, of Christmas. And even if Obama did it too, it doesn't make it right. Like the thing is, well, Obama locked kids in cages too. Still doesn't fucking make it right. Okay, so <laughs> all right, but let's let, let's go. That how was your Christmas? How was your Christmas? What did you do? I got a Trump dollar bill from my dad. Really? <laughs> there you go. I got just lectures about Donald Trump. I mean, I guess he's making America great again. I think they convinced me. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was good, man. It was like, it was like uh, low key. Everything was like, you know what I mean? I ate some uh, Filipino food. I think my dad's marrying into Filipinos. Nice. So yeah. So I'm good just, food. you know what I mean? It was it was not as remarkable as yours. I'll say that much. It's like. Uh, just kind of like whatever, you know what I mean? Got a car. You got a car. Yeah. Nice. So, there you know, go. So, Respect. Really, are you really giving me pounds? Fuck yeah. I appreciate that. But you know, uh, uh, like nothing like this. I mean, damn. I, I guess you know, once I have a family and whatever, then I can, 
complain about my Fox News fan? No, I, I love the family. I, I never got gifts before. We, we, my really? family would exchange, we would exchange insults. And like fucking, like, no Hanukkah gifts? Like, I would get Hanukkah gifts, but they were never wrapped. You know, like, really? yeah, like it wasn't, they, they wouldn't even come on Hanukkah. They'd you know, come, like, Jewish people are traditionally, you know, conservative with their money. So, yeah. you know what I mean? You don't want to waste money wrapping yeah, but, it. Yeah, of course. Just, what, what was it? How was your Christmas? What'd you do? Um, it was good. It's kind of difficult now because I'm in a serious relationship. What? I've been in a relationship for two years now, but it's hard because when the holidays come, you have to like divide the time with the girl's family and your family. Right. And they normally like schedule like things to do like Christmas Eve dinner on like the same time. So it's like I have to go to her family, do this like thing with her or to my family. And it's very, it's very strange because both families are like Republican, but her family is like super conservative, like proper Catholic, like fancy. And my family is like talking about dicks and farts and coming at dinner, you know? <laughs> Really? So yeah. it's like a very, very big, like strong contrast. So I'm like used to my like super loose family, and I go over to her family. Why is it? Like, who's talking about coming at dinner? Oh, it's me, my mom, you know, <laughs> my sisters, That's my everybody. Right. I was talking, about, right. talking about coming on Christmas Eve. Coming, farts, sex, shit. It's just you know, it's like. A, do, they, do they know that you've had anal sex with your wife or your girl all the time or no? No, 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 okay. no. But then it's out. like it's very strange. So now I have to go to her house. And I wear like a napkin on my shirt. I'm like sitting there, like <laughs> acting like I uh, believe in God and stuff. You know, no, right. there's no anal leakage over at the no, house. No, no, no anal leakage over there. All right. And uh, so, but I got uh, I got uh, some Trump shirts. I got this Space Force shirt. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, That's what I'm talking about. People on YouTube. Um, <laughs> YouTube's but, going off today. Yeah, we're gonna get flagged just for that. But uh, yeah, yeah, dude, it's a good Christmas. That's I ain't good. gonna lie, I do get depressed during the holidays. I, I get excited for the holidays, but when they come, I get sort of depressed because I think just seeing like my family in general, even though I love them, there's nothing really wrong with them. It just makes me sad for some reason. Uh, same thing with like my birthday. Wait, it makes you sad <laughs> just to see them? Yeah, like all together because I feel like uh, you know. I don't know. I get depressed. You have, to, you have to filter in his thoughts and then just. Yeah, like, I don't understand, bro. I'm like, know. why are you sad to see your family? I don't know. I don't want crazy shit to happen. You know, if, Does I, it? I, I grew up with like my family fighting, my parents fighting. Oh. So I get to, we get together. It's like awkward. And, you know, there's a lot of new family members with my dad's uh, wife and my mom's boyfriend. And it's very, very strange on the holidays. They were all together? Yeah. Hell yeah. We, <laughs> oh, we need a, man, we need to stick a camera on this kid. Yeah. That sounds My pretty life wild. is a reality show, dude. Man, I'll tell so, you. So, so then, but then uh, things got a lot worse on, uh, so Friday night I had a show at the Comedy Magic Club, uh, went well Saturday at the, or the, you know, Laugh Factory and then Comedy Magic Club. And then, um, that night my baby was had like, you know, 99, 100 temperature. Right. And my wife wants to bring in these like new thermometers that you put on the forehead and to take your temperature, and they don't give you accurate readings. It was driving me crazy because they'd be like 101, 103, 99. I'm like, let's just get old school thermometers, you know, rectal. either rectal or yeah. or in the ear at least, right? But no, no, no. And so we're, now we're fighting over that, and then we have this these doctors that come to the house that do like, and I, I'm not crazy about this. It's this new app that look, with yeah, our insurance. I've heard of that. But these guy, one guy had like a man bun and had like sleeve tattoos and a poncho. Has, shooting up, they show up in like some Scooby-Doo van. <laughs> I just, I wasn't buying it. You know, they're like, yeah, take, yeah. so anyway, so the baby was sick. Like it's hard to, at 104, obviously we're like, we're taking her to the hospital, two o'clock in the morning. We go to the children's hospital. It's a four hour wait. And then the lady goes, well, it depends on how sick you, she is. So she takes, you know, her back feels her, her, her heart rate, her pulse. Oh, she's, so she's okay. 
we go back home. They go, you're, you're going to get sicker if you stay here for four hours. That's what they basically told us. Then she went up to 105, back to the hospital at like four in the morning, a different hospital. They took us right in. She's got the flu. Uh, they told us, like, don't use those thermometers. Get Use the ones in the ear, <laughs> which uh, it sort of validated my thing, but I didn't want to be like, I told you so, not then and there, although I was feeling that way. And, the rectal thermometer? No, they said, yeah, use the rectal. And then it the tastes like shit. <laughs> well, the, the doctor came in and it was like, hey, uh, she was like, so we're going to have to take her, her – uh, her temperature in the, in like the butt in the rectal. I go, that's okay. My wife loves it in the rectal. And then, the rectal. <laughs> did you really say that? Yeah, of no, course. I don't. And then she goes, no, I don't. And then and that was like, <laughs> so now we're arguing. I'm like, oh then the, the nurse goes, I've heard much worse. So now yeah. we're like, it's a fucking comedy routine in the, it, you know. <laughs> so the baby is feeling much better. She was singing and dancing towards, you know. Now she's been, it's been three days with her her getting better but that was another she's on fever dreams just it was, like it was, a, it was a nightmare dude she kept yelling mommy 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 and crying and really? daddy daddy and it was just like oh. that had been a nightmare. she's talking now yeah but she was like in such pain and crying and then i was giving her like milkshakes trying to make her feel better and singing and dancing and they gave us a bear and this and that it was just not a bear just some big uh fat uh gay dude and um it was no i'm kidding anyway so it was it was it was good so it was uh it was that was a brutal, but that's over with. And uh, yesterday we had wrestling practice, and I took a kid that was on my wrestling team back in college that was like the stud. I mean, he was this guy Jason Goldman. He still wrestles. He's forty-five. He's a, he won the the worlds in the in the the senior division. He was like the kind of guy that in college would wear wrestling shoes out to the bar. Oh yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> but like and like biker shorts. Bro, like always be ready, baby. Oh, he was always ready. always ready to shoot a double leg. Yeah. yeah, so he came and like taught a. Uh, I brought him to like my uh, high school, the, the team that I, I started, and, and he taught this. And he was, and I was like taking notes and like, oh my god, that's how you do it, that's how you do it. But it was crazy. It was also pretty cool because I wrestled for one semester in college, and it's I've always beating myself up that I never actually lasted longer and did more and yada yada. So to have him who is still wrestling come back and we're still friends, that meant a lot to me. Um, that's, awesome. that's cool. So that was really cool. So let's talk about some fights. All right. Uh, the Rampage. Do fight. we have to talk about the Rampage fight? We have to. Oh, my uh, God. People are saying he threw this fight. Threw it. Um, threw it. He said he came out like a hippo. I think he's giving hippos way little credit. <laughs> hippos are in way better shape and way faster than this. Now, Mayhem. I had a fear that he never called me. So, I, you know. Now you're friends with May with Rampage, <laughs> but he didn't call me for this fight, so I had a. Now, did, did he really get hit here? I mean, this is a guy that's never been hurt in his life, basically, except for like by Vandalay's knees. <laughs> it looked like Fedor just tapped him on the top. <laughs> then, then he like says he he protests the stoppage before they stopped it. Like someone said, at least Chael waits till after the thing, yeah. the thing to like to like throw the fight. Like he's he's saying no, 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 but they hadn't stopped it at this point. Right now. Uh, did he really get hit that hard? I People are saying it's Fedor. Ma'am, you've I, been in there. I, I mean, he did get dinked right there. And, I mean, if you're not in that good a shape, you don't, you, know, you don't take the damage as well. And he definitely looked like he was, like, damaged right there. It wasn't like he was faking. Okay, but, right there. Okay, yeah. so he got dinked right here. Uh-huh. But he... That looks super <laughs> suspect. Bro, he like jumps to the ground. To <laughs> that's a bummer to watch. I mean, that, I mean damn. I, I wish Rampage... That, I don't know. I, you know, here's the thing. Tell us the that. truth, man. I know what? you're friends with him. Yeah, I'm friends did, with did, him, did but he, I, he didn't tell me that. No. So, I mean. But you know his character. I, I think that he just came out of shape, 
and wasn't expecting to get hit that hard. And, you know, that was game over. What am I supposed to say, bro? You want but me to he's say, taking selfies yeah. with the team afterwards. Well, yeah. And then he t- puts on Instagram, like, leaving, leaving with, like, a bag of money and a, and, a, and a chick waiting for me in the room or something. Yeah. And he's taking photos with the team. Like, Look, man, when you're Rampage Jackson, you can do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? He, he but he has money. Like, right? He's pretty well off. Yeah, but at the same time, if they're going to throw a bunch of money at you to get punched in by another fat guy what, for one minute, I mean. Do you think that he, I mean, he, he knew about this fight. He had a camp. I heard he was training hard. According to Ellenberger, he was training hard in Vegas. Yeah, I, I can imagine he was training hard, but it doesn't matter. You get in there that night and you get splatter blasted like that. What the hell? But if he's training hard, why does he come in looking like that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he tends to. He tends to be fat. Anyway, <laughs> he came in at the he, limit. He, he, you know what I mean? I don't know, bro. You're asking me questions that you're going to have to ask him. Have to get him he's not going to tell us he threw the fight. Well, he didn't, I don't think he threw it. I just think, look, he was tired. You know what I'm saying? And he ate too many ding-dings. That's like, just how it ding-dongs is. Ding-dongs or fucking... Like, Whatever like, the hell they are. Like, uh, look, he... You know, like I mean, ate too many things. He was, like he literally was carrying, or like he on was his carrying head? a lot of extra weight. You could see, and you know, uh, it's not like Fedor just went, went and hit him one time. He, you know, he battered him for. I mean, people are calling him Bob Sapp. People are taking Bob Sapp's fa- body and putting his face. <laughs> Other people, and, and the thing is, he's retweeting the photoshops. Yeah, I mean, look, I think he's having a good, good fun about it. It was like, it wasn't like he. Do you I think know, he knows bro. that? They, I, I mean, I doesn't, isn't he competitive, though? Because I, I knew that we were going to talk about this, uh, and I didn't know it was going to be this quick. And I don't know what to say. I love the man. So it's not like, you know, I mean, yeah, he was a damn fat bastard. Okay, but when fight. you lost your fight, yeah. when you came in 36 pounds over, right? Yeah, 90, 97 pounds, I think. Okay, you came in, what, 27 yeah. pounds over, and you lost. Were you taking selfies afterwards? Did you actually feel bad about it? It seemed like he doesn't really care at all. Yeah. Nah, but I didn't get paid that much. <laughs> so you took I would have been way more fun. I would have been having way more fun if I just bought a house. You know what I mean? But that night, were you partying in uh, yeah, Italy and having a good for time? For sure. Now, did it bother you at all? Because you said. Yeah, of course. You know, you're, if you're a competitor, it gets to you a little bit. But at the same time, like. It doesn't seem like it's getting to him at all. I'm sure that he, like, blew his nose on hundreds and was like, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, go, oh, go cry me a river. I mean, do you think in his mind he's like, "Listen, I didn't actually train for this. He, he, he I didn't mean, actually I'm sure he trained somewhat, but look, he wasn't expecting that. You know, what I mean, he didn't think he maybe underestimated how old Fedor was. You, you know think he mean? sparred at all for this fight? Yeah, he, he had to. He there's sparred. no way. The, there's no way he didn't train a bit. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's not like he went in there. But in his mind, do you think he goes, "All right, like look at this Photoshop. So put Rick Ross." Thick Ross. Thick oh. Ross. Like, Thick but Ross do you think in his boss. mind he's going, he beat a fat, out-of-shape version of me. He didn't really beat me trying. Uh, therefore, why, I shouldn't care. Look, why, why am I going to – how are you going to make me think what – since I know Rampage so well, I can tell you exactly what he feels? I'm just saying, okay, you, with you, right? Like if I went into like a, a roast battle <laughs> yeah. and, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to write any jokes about this person until yeah. the day of. <laughs> yeah. Or not even. I'm just going to go there and wing it. Freestyle. Right? And yeah. then I lose. Yeah. In the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, I lost, but I put zero effort into this. Maybe. Therefore, who, he didn't really beat a version of me that actually cared about it. You know, I think it. you're onto something. Like, you're, you're right. Yeah. You know, it sounds about how, how a guy can rationalize losing so bad like that. But at the same time, I'm sure he thought he was going to, you know – 
the, the thing about Rampage is he's is the same as you. If you went to a roast battle, you might zing the guy. You might win because you're that good a comic to freestyle. Same with Rampage. He's got enough power in his hands where he might actually knock the guy's head off. So I think maybe that's what he thought. He's like, oh, let me just tag this guy one time and I could win. But I, I don't think he took it that seriously, you know, because afterwards taking selfies, tweeting his fat photos. Well, and a lot of people are really disappointed in him. Other people are like in in on the joke almost. Yeah. They're like, yeah, Rampage, we got him. Like, aha. Like, but at the same big... time, like, what do you expect from a fighter? You know what I mean? The man's 41 years old. He's given his whole life to his career. He's fought for 20 years. He's like had some of the most legendary fights on earth. What's the problem with him taking a nice payday? There's, there's absolutely no exactly. problem for I that. do it. I mean, However, would it be better? Would it be better if he just got fucking just fucking obliterated? Would we be happier if he went out there and just got knocked the fuck out? No, nah, he got battered pretty damn good. And then he, you know. No, but it would be better if he actually came in oh, what? 220, in, 220 in, huh? in shape, fucking, and just beat the shit out of Fedor or make it a, a very competitive fight. Yeah. People are like, hey, you know, I mean, look, Tito Ortiz, say what you want about him. He's Every fight that he goes into, he looks like he's going to win. Yeah. Or he, he looks like he could win. He never came in fat, out of shape Tito. Yeah, it's true. Granted, he's, and now Rampage is a very charismatic guy. He's very funny. Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy that, like, even in his. Got some A-team residuals. And his and his pre-fight thing, it was like saying, it was one of the funniest interviews I've ever seen. He goes, well, I think we got the same birthday, and therefore, I'm when I'm fighting him, I'm thinking, man, we fucked the same night. I mean, it had nothing. It was hilarious. Good. I mean, he's next level funny. Exactly. You know, he's a legendary dude who doesn't really need, you know what I mean, to like cement any more legacy. He's already got it. Lost to Fedor. Okay. So cool. it doesn't bother him that like. Other people are saying you let me down. You, you took it just like a. You treated this like a joke. Yeah. Well, are those guys paying his bills? Not really. You know, are those guys? What? what you know what? Everybody on the couch loves to talk shit on fighters who lost or came in fat or came in. You know this, that, and the other. They never been in there. Never no. done that. It's but, the it's the hardest job. You know. Yeah, but they're the ones that are making that are fans that are watching it so that you could actually support yourself. Yeah. You know, but the, that vocal minority, okay, whoopity do. Yeah. You know, it, it, you're telling me you wouldn't watch another Rampage fight? Even I, if he said I he's would, coming in. I would, but if it was on pay per view, I wouldn't. No, but nobody pay per viewed that either. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean, wrong? I, I don't know. It was on, no, it was free on Spike. So I'm saying, so a free fight for everybody. But if I bought tickets, I'd be pissed. Oh, yeah. If but, actually... you know, but that's what the undercard's for. You put the young guys who don't have this problem, you know what I mean, of coming in super heavyweight, you know, like it's a whole different. Look, I'm not disappointed because I. I think the fact that we're talking about it and like we're so jazzed up about it, I thought it was. I was way wild. more disappointed. Not I was way more let down by Frankie Edgar's fight. Yeah. Because. Well, I told you that one. You did, but yeah. that one was like because Frankie seemed like he really tried. Yeah. Came in in shape. And just got obliterated by the zombie. Yeah. But if Frankie didn't come in, didn't come in with a, a large gut, <laughs> and you know, uh, yeah, look like he played video games. I think it would be games. better if he came in with a large <laughs> gut. Yeah, fat Frankie Edward, Edgar would be badass. I mean, but he was actually trying to win the fight. And he yeah, was, yeah. You know, but I mean, he came up short. You know, what are we gonna do? Cry about him? Damn. No. Yeah. No, but at this point, I don't want to see Frankie take any more damage. That's what I'm saying. I, I told you that, that, you know, the damage that Frankie's taken over his career, and it's been a great career. I mean, the guy has been a damn one of those guys, like an icon in the sport. 
it's just tough, man. You know, you you over the years you get worn down. Your body takes damage. It's just a reality of our sport. You know that you can only be on top for so long. Have you noticed that your chin over the years has gotten? Yeah, for sure. I like there, there's a in my later fights, like there are shots that I took that wouldn't have hurt me, like ten years prior, like okay, five like against years who? prior. Like, uh, even against Dalloway, I remember he jabbed me one time, and I was like, what the hell? And I felt a little off. And it's just because I was, you know, I got thousands and thousands of hours of sparring, you know. And I and, uh, at the beginning of my career, I didn't move my head. Just punch me in the head, and I'll punch you back. And that was the way I fought. And I, 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 enjoy, I enjoyed that. I didn't care. didn't hurt. So I just did it. But the reality is, you chip away. And I just think it's an age thing, too. Now, as you get older, I like... Like Mayweather totally changed the way he fought because he got dinked by by a guy and you you could he got dropped twice in a, in one fight. And Mayweather? Yeah, Mayweather did. Yeah. I know people don't remember that. And then you can see if you if you study if you study his career, you can see after that fight he started being defensive guy. Use the Philly shell. You know, guys have to change their whole. Uh, st- the smart fighters do. The other guys, the guys are not smart. You know, they take the damage and. They they don't they don't evolve and then suddenly they're just. By the way, Dalloway got murdered last night mm. in Ryzen. Really? Yeah, I'm not literally murdered, but he got, he he got knocked out. There's a guy also that you probably think about like hanging him up. Yeah, what, I mean, maybe. Well, you got you got KO'd clean. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Oh damn, that's and, too bad. And you know, and, but I mean, that's part of the, that's part of the the life. You know, you're gonna risk it. You know, dance with the devil. Sometimes she steps on your foot. <sighs> Sometimes, huh? Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, let's talk about uh, some other fights. So, do you watch the MVP fight? Nah. All right, so this guy, MVP. I know, I missed right, this. A let's little bit about it. him. I, I've so, been waiting to see this. A, a little bit about this guy. So, uh, I saw his entrance. Pause it oh, for my God. Second. This guy's the man. So, he, he was fit, like 14 and 0. But his whole thing was he never fought anybody good. Like yeah. he, he was, he, he fought Dave the caveman Rickles, yeah. and made him quit basically. And Dave's a tough, tough guy. But he's just a frustrating guy. His dad was like an eighth Dan in karate. I think his mom was too. His yeah. brother, his sisters, and he's one of those guys like Anderson Silva, technically doing everything wrong. Technically, hands down. Yeah, dancing. chin up. Yeah, but this is a this but, is like karate style though. Yeah, like kind of like Wonder Boy. Yeah. Um, but he got knocked out by Diego Lima. Uh, is it Diego Lima or yeah, or the other one? Douglas. Douglas Lima. Douglas Lima knocked him out in the uh, in the Bellator championship and since then he's had three fights and they've been putting him up against guys who some people are calling them cans. I, I wouldn't say they're cans, but they're not just advantageous to his, to his style and making him look like a world beater again. Oh yeah. But people are actually angry. Some of the fans, that he's not fighting better guys. They're like, okay, great. You're beating up. Let put him up against someone better. Yeah. I understand what they're doing though. But this guy is 11 and three. They're saying he was really good, but look at some of the things he was doing. I'll show you some of the things. <laughs> I like, so, oh, he's just running straight away, huh? Th- this guy had no answer for him. I mean, yeah, no answer. Uh, and this guy looked him like a tough guy, but yeah, Japanese dudes are always tough. They're like, uh, you know, Bushido. That was a, a crazy flying knee you hit him with. But, what, but look at this one kick he does. Uh, I've never even seen this. All right. So. That was called a jump knee, bud. No, 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 not that. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. So. That was in the first round, but well, hold on. I wanna, uh, before this, do this one. 
the sorry, a gauge. Can you do that one like he did that that like break dancing move? He always does a break dancing move. No, but not like That's this. How he fights. No, not like this. Even even McCarthy was like nobody ever does this. It's a little bit before. Um, this right, that one, right, 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 right before oh, this. But what is a Blanca what, kick? What is this? You know the Blanca from Street Fighter? What exactly is this? <laughs> that's pretty badass. That's like some capoeira, but I don't know. I yeah. That, I that's, mean, what that's have you badass. ever seen that before? Yeah. You have? Come on, man! You never played Street Fighter Two Turbo Edition? <laughs> yeah. Blanca but does in a an kick. actual fight. Yeah, you press down and B, and he does that. Yeah. Could you do that in a fight? Have you ever tried that? No. <laughs> nah. I, I you know, I, I, but I wasn't as dynamic a striker as this guy. How do you even teach that? I he mean, landed it too. What do you mean? You, you who, trained who, that who, shit on the bag. Who bro. taught him that? I don't know, Blanca. <laughs> I mean, how many guys in the world can do that in a real fight? Well, uh, there's one. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, like this dude, you know, he has his own unique style, and so of course he's gonna bust out some weird shit, especially when he's deep in the deep in the first round, and then he's already beaten the hell out of the guy. So what would you do? All right, so you're training this guy, right? You're his corner man. It's going into the second Jeez. round. This is what happens in the first round. What do you tell this guy? Just uh, pull guard, you know what I mean? Go uh, Eddie Bravo style. Really? Maybe. I don't know. If you're getting, look, if my guy is getting dominated on the stand-up so much, anything to get him down. Stand, like, do a takedown, do a leg lock, do something. Get this guy on the ground because the the striking disparity is so high on these two guys. I would definitely make this guy do nothing but takedowns. Like, just try to get him on the ground, you know what I mean, without without uh, opening yourself up to big shots, you know? You got to do something. But speaking about, okay, but, okay, so he tries pulling guard. He's going to not go down. Yeah. They're going to bring him back up. Yeah. So, it's okay. It's okay. Just keep... Look, the strategy for a dude that's a way better striker is to push him on the fence and try to get him, you know, at least close the distance so that we don't play this game where we're at medium distance. Medium or far distance. Medium distance is the best for the striker. The guy standing at medium distance, you know, it was like punch kick distance. Dude, that's terrible. Can you pull up the Lima, Douglas Lima KO of Michael Venom Page MVP? Yeah, I was, I, you know, I never seen I never saw that. I, I read about it that, that happened and I and I I couldn't find it. I mean, it. okay, but cuz like I don't know what you would tell the guy. I mean, he was running right at him. He was trying everything. You can't say the guy, well, Shinsho Anzai, you cannot say the guy, lack of effort, didn't try. I, I definitely pay to watch this guy fight again. I yeah. just on basis of heart. But at the same time, uh, so now, by the way, Lorenzo Larkin won also his fight. So they're saying Larkin is going to be next in line for the uh, title, not Ooh. MVP, because they're saying MVP. it's going to be Larkin versus Lima. So right here. So he actually hurt him in the first, right? So yeah. MVP is doing what he does, and he hurt him. And then Lima, who I love, nicest, well, oh, real I nice guy, right here. So he's 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 doing this, you know. Yeah. Kicks him there and boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that that I mean that's one of those things that only Douglas Lima can do. You know, like uh, why? Well, just because that kick, that soccer kick to the leg that tripped him up, th th I'm sure that they planned on that, and then he just. Followed up with a punch. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, that every guy has his own specific strengths. And uh, that particular Douglas But Lima, why can Douglas only be the guy that... Well, I mean, just, I'm saying that specific technique, how he kicked his leg out from under him, that, that's one of those things that, like, yeah, Lima's the best at, you know? Really? 
I mean, I, I've seen so him do dumb. that before to other guys, too. Just a correct timing. And I'm sure that his coaches were like, all right, look, when this guy does the crazy switch stance, do the low kick, you know what I mean, and, and keep uh, scoring with that. And he took advantage of the situation. As soon as the guy fell down, <laughs> he gave him hammer time. You know, that, was, that was awesome, man. Uh, you know, a, a guy like Paige is very difficult to prepare for, you know, because he does so much. And who switching. do you bring in that's going to exactly him, right? right? You, there's guys out there not not on par with him, or they'd be, you know what I mean, up there at the top ranks. But uh, this this you got to get you got to get some karate dudes to get used to that footwork. That's well, what about like a guy like Joe Schilling? Thing. Would a guy like Joe Schilling be a good guy? Nah, that's like Muay Thai. You know what I mean? Like it's different. The the dynamic. Switch stance, that's like really hard to prepare for. So you got to get somebody who at least like Wonder Boy. And, and it, yeah, Wonder Boy, like it, it will have to be like a guy that maybe isn't like an MMA fighter who just does that specific footwork. And you'd have to mix him in to sparring with other guys who do a more standard stuff. So you, you know, the probably the smartest thing to do to prepare uh, for a, a guy like Paige would be to <clears throat> wear the dude out with regular MMA fighters, right? Then about two minute mark, you know, at the, or at the end of the round, put a, you know, <laughs> Kung Fu dude, karate stance guy to get him used to that. I, I think that, you know, you ever see the fight, what he did to a uh, cyborg, uh, yeah. Not Cyborg. Jeez. Uh, yeah, Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg. Yeah, jeez, yeah, where he damn gave him a lobotomy with his knee. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome, yeah. And then that's the thing, too. I've seen enough fights of his now where, like, I feel confident I could prepare a guy to not get demolished <laughs> like that. Because he does, even though he's so dynamic, it's kind of predictable. Because you can see uh, you can see his rhythms. And when he gets in tight, he does a jumping knee. When he when he's far distance, he switch stance, does that kick, you know. So it's like it, there's only a set amount of techniques that he's throwing, even though he's dancing all around. And you know, it's easier said than done. But you know, there, this guy Lima definitely proved that this guy is is uh, uh, Page is beatable. This is one of those things where I wish uh, there was. And a- I, but I'm but I'm glad Wait, that's his first fight back. No, it's his third fight back. Oh, so they're they're be, building him back yeah, up. Yeah, building him back up. Look, he's one of their biggest stars, biggest, brightest stars. And so what? Are they going to have Lima and Paige? That's what I want. Well, they're, they're trying to now. They're trying to do Lima versus Lorenz Larkin mm. next. That's and then I guess fight. the winner fights. I mean, look, this is the kind of thing where I wish the UFC and Bellator, because how much like Stylebender versus MVP mm. would be, I mean, either an amazing fight or the worst fight ever. Yeah. You know, um, I'll tell you who did pretty good against him was the guy who trains over at um, – there was one fight where Fernando Gonzalez mm. fought him, and he. A lot of these guys, they just don't engage with him. Yeah, they just don't engage. And same with uh, Paul, uh, Paul Daly did really good against him. Yeah, and but then it's a boring fight because it's like he's so good at counteracting your mistakes with some flying knee, but if you don't make those mistakes, yeah, then it's just he, he's not going to be on the offensive. Yeah, I, I think a high level strikers like that will be because look. We've already settled this debate a long time ago that Muay Thai is generally better than karate, like for fighting. It just is because the the rules of Muay Thai kick the guy's leg. The rules of karate is above the waist kicks, right? So we've kind of already settled that debate. Once you can kick the legs, it's a lot different. So those like crazy tricks aren't going to work. But you put a grappler versus karate guy, then it's more exciting fight because it's going to be harder for this dude to pin you down. You know, especially in the 
in the rules that we have, you know, with this big cage, the guy can dance around this big old cage. It's really hard to make it, you know, slow the fight down and bring him to the ground. Yeah, so that was uh, that was fun. Um, now I'll tell Plus, you, he's all slimy. You know, it's like a whole different world. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, look. I'm, I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely love watching. Can't fight, not be a fan just because. But no, I, agree I didn't with like you. it when Ronda Rousey got knocked out. Yeah, he created a dance called "Do the Rousey." Where he just like fell he down. Did? Yeah, he kept falling down. He's like, do the Rousey. And he kept like like the fuck? making fun of her. What is wrong with Instagram? And I just thought that was a little bit like of a cheap shot. You know, one thing I don't Why? One thing I don't I, know. Well, what, what I don't He's do not, is, <laughs> what I don't do an MMA roast is I don't make fun of people when they get knocked out. You know, it's just mm. not my thing. I, people that I, ever I feel got, like er, we all like in, in the sport mostly are like, what? Like, nah. Like you, you gotta show some respect. If somebody gets knocked out. You know, even if they're 265 pounds, you can't, you can't talk shit about <laughs> No, them. of course not. Um, so that's the whole thing is that when he did that, made that do the Rousey dance nice. on Instagram, I think a lot of people were like, fuck this guy. Yeah. It, it definitely was not the, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just look, like. But he's a young buck. Young he's buck. just trying to make fun. He's just trying to like, look, the world. That's why I said, what's wrong with Instagram? The world we live in is so fed by clicks and you got to be more extreme I, I know it for myself because i was like spent a few years being so crazy on the internet that i like why be, well, because that's what everybody wanted that everybody kept pumping me up to do it and he was he's a victim of the same thing dude you had a video one time though <laughs> i came to your house and it was you were trying to get that nick diaz fight oh god and you I know, had, I was trying to get the fight yeah and you made a video of you doing an impression of the diaz brothers yeah that was you never released it I never did. It was so funny. No, really? Your Nick Diaz impression <laughs> was like, and it was like, a don't be scared, homie. Like, it, I remember your manager came to look at it or something. Yeah, and yeah, like, wow. it was brilliant. No, it but was, but the powers that be, they wouldn't let that happen. So I never. You and know then, I mean? uh, and then you had another one where you made fun of all the guys from Tap Out. Yeah. You played each one of those guys. Hilarious. Another yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you have good impressions. It's time to go back. To, we got to get... We'll talk after. We got to get some of that going. Now I gotta say, I saw a movie over the break uh, on Netflix. That I wanted to talk to you about it. This movie, it was like highly recommended by all these people called Shot Caller. I don't know if you've seen it. This guy goes to jail. He's like a suburban dad. He goes to jail for a DUI. Ends up running shit in jail, and it just it, it, his life. He's then like the most powerful guy in jail. That. But it's a fucked up movie. Like it's not, it doesn't have. It's not one of those movies. It doesn't have a feel good ending. Yeah, no, um, is it a drama or like a comedy <laughs> action? No, not a comedy at all. It's like <laughs> my dad said. It's like Sons of Anarchy on steroids. Yeah. and that's sort of he's kind of right. Okay. Yeah. Good movie. It's with uh, Frank Grillo from The Punisher. The guy plays The okay. Punisher. I don't know who the lead is. Great movie. I liked it. But my wife, we watched it on Christmas. Not a good Christmas, Christmas. movie to watch with your family. You watch Sock Collar on Christmas. Way to go, bud. Now I gotta say. There were a lot of scenes in that movie where they took the guys in jail who were out of control and put them in these cages outside, and they just the guards fucked with them, and these guys walked around in their cages, and I'm like, this this can't be how it is. Like this this is like, and then I called Mayhem. You said it was exactly like that. Yeah, I mean they nailed it pretty. There's a lot of things I identified with. Like I was like, oh god, I like watched that movie when I first got out. I was like, oh god. I'm still here. I'm still in there. So it's you were like, in a cage outside yes, by yourself? Yes. Pacing around? Yes. It's like a creepy... Bro, The look, man. If I ever run for president, okay, criminal justice reform, there's no way to, like, kind of heal yourself inside there. You just become a more of an animal. And, like, that movie, like, nailed it because there's so much in there, like, that just, like... 
they just fucking got it. Now, it was when you like got painful to the, now, to when me, you got bro. to the yard, it was like right? post-traumatic stress disorder. And when they had the yard, right, where the guys all hung yeah. out, all the prisoners hung out, yeah. and then they got the white supremacists here, yeah. or the white pride guys, and the Mexicans and the black, yeah. and then they they took the white guy, like, hey man, you, you got to be safe, you come with us. Is yeah. that how it was with you? Nah, I like I had the benefit of being a dude who was like, kind of like untouchable, where like. I got to do my own program, and I didn't have to be Aryan Brotherhood or anything like that. But were you in the I yard with everybody to... else? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, thanks. No. I'll stay over there. No, you weren't in the yard? No. Okay. So it wasn't like... I was, uh, I was like segregated. I was The whole time I was in there was like a segregated... Uh, were there uh, other celebrity fuck-ups? Uh, was... Yes. There was like... A, I told you there was like a dude who cut a guy's dick off. Nice. Like, yeah. But if I'm saying, were you like a special celebrity section of the jail? Yes. Who yeah. else was there? I told you this fucking. Uh, what was that guy a celebrity? I mean, he did escape from the Orange County Jail, so yeah, with, he was with, like with Bill Cosby. Yeah, Cosby was over there. <laughs> no, no, you weren't with Cosby. Yeah, really? And, uh, yeah, we were watching an old. Oh come via- on. Yeah, I, he signed my copy of Ghost Dad. Oh, give me a break. Yeah. So uh, that, that was. <laughs> Now, wait, did you wait. see? Now, were there actual fights that you? And then it was yeah. fights, and then the guys. I the saw guns. a race war pop off. It was crazy. Mexicans and wow. whites uh, all took off on each other. Who it won? Was like uh, it was Mexicans. It was like too too many Mexicans. Were you doing like play by play during this? Yes, I was like, and another left, and another left. Really? Yeah. Really? You were actually okay. So this is this is the this is how it was. The jail it was like bunk. This bed. is the guy who escaped. That's Orange County Jail. This, this is the dude who escaped. He was uh not him, but the, I guess the guy filming, it was uh, this guy, Hannibal Lecter out. This what? guy was my cellmate. <laughs> he was your cellmate? Yeah. Do you, do you guys he hang out? He got a dude's dick off. Do you guys talk? Uh, yeah, was we, it, was, did we talk. Was he a nice guy? I mean, as much as a sociopath could be, yeah. They like Apparently, they escaped in this van, right? They took off, and they got all the way to San Francisco, and still, like... Uh, and they got caught again. So this dude has already escaped. He got. He got. I think he got life. I think he's. What was he life. talking to you about? You know, he was mostly just studying all the time because he was on like how to how to escape a, prison. Yeah, I, I kept joking with him to escape. He was like, uh, he would like just silently like nod at me like yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I think that guy's down forever now. But he got convicted. But you know, were you guys like friends? Would you? Cause, cause yeah, I mean, friend? look, bro. <clears throat> As much as you can. We're not friends like you and I. Yeah. Where there's like a... There's, the, there's not a constant state of don't fall asleep and this guy will cut your dick off. You know, <laughs> when, when I hang out with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this guy's a whole different animal. Right. Yeah. So it's like... Were uh, you hiding anything that was like pointy or anything? Like... <laughs> What? Were you hiding anything that could be used as a knife to cut your dick? Was that in the? Nah, I mean, cell? we don't. You don't have that. What is he gonna do with a plastic spoon? Good uh, luck. Yeah. Is it true that people will talk to each other through the toilets at yeah. jail? Yeah, you or through the ventilation. Yeah. Like people stand up, like, "Hey, get on the phone," and like you stand up and talk through the ventilation chap all day. Oh my gosh! It's a, yeah, it's a nightmare. But they said in the movie, like, you got the keys to the jail, right? You have yeah. the keys. That means yeah. that means you're the guy who makes the call. Yeah. And then like, so was that? There was a guy who had yeah. the key? Yeah. Well, I, I said that I had the keys all the time, and nobody challenged me about it, so it was good. And no one, <laughs> nobody said to you, hey, you think you're tough in the UFC? I'm, I'm street tough. Nah. Nobody ever, like, approached I you? I mean, it was, like, there was a... I, I got lucky where, since I, my charges were 
fighting the cops that I had like this weird respect. And it feels so bizarre to talk about it now because it feels like I was just watching a bad movie about my own life. But, you know, I feel like such a different person. But, you know, it's like this thing where I had some respect. So I just, you know, I as long as you give people respect, you get it back. Like it, that, that's the, but were the thing. cops ever mad at you for beating up their other, their colleagues? No, it, it, it was so long ago that they had, they were settled down about it. And plus everybody wanted to come by and talk fights. I would have my own little podcast all the time. Me <laughs> and the cops talking fights. They were like asking me about different techniques and whatnot. It was a pretty, it was a weird, interesting time of my life. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that's over. <laughs> Wow. But we're still going to bring it up on every episode. I know. Every episode. <laughs> every episode. I appreciate that, Ween. Well, lucky, because we have your cellmate coming in right now. <laughs> uh, so there is a, like, obviously, we're talking about this guy, um, uh, that jiu-jitsu, or what's his name? The, uh, Gordon Ryan. Gordon Ryan, right? Who yeah. is, like, right now, like, the top of the world in jiu-jitsu. He's, yeah, he's the best. So he keeps top. beating up a- MMA fighters. Yeah. So he went up against Chael Sonnen. In his submission on the ground, not no, he went up against Gabriel Gonzaga. Yeah. Uh, now, now Gonzaga obviously is a black belt, and uh, can we start this from like the beginning. And, and Gonzaga outweighs him by what? Yeah, and he's. Fought, I haven't seen this yet. I'm he's fought everybody. This happened last week, right? All right. So Gonzaga versus Ryan. Ryan fights every week against uh, somebody. Yeah. yeah. Seems like he's you know beating up. Where does he train? I, that's New York. New York. So uh, what? John now Danaher. what would you? Okay. So With who? Danaher. Danaher and like right, Henzo. Right. So what would you do if you're Gonzaga here? He obviously wants to get your legs. He's pulling guard. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, look, in this situation, you're going to have to try to find a way to pass the guard. But this guy's guard looks real dangerous. It's very active, you know. Um, Can he just do like a cartwheel and then just get his yeah, side? Yeah, but, but, the, but the guy's going to move, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So in MMA, yeah, you could, you could just hang out here and punch. But it, with grappling... See how this guy is looking for this underhook to, uh, you know, the, to do an arm drag on him. And uh, he's got an active butterfly hooks there. You see on the bottom there. Mm-hmm. See, how his, see how his left leg is all curled up under him? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's going for a sweep right here. I, I, I don't know. I, now, but if you're Gonzaga, you probably don't see this that often, right? Well, yeah, of course. He's a black belt. He's seen this. He knows what's going on. Look, look He's trying to drag his, his arm back. But at the same time, you know, th- this is... This is cool to see. Oh wow! So he like, oh man, that's that was pretty slick. See how he like jumped into this. Oh wow, that was freaking awesome. Yeah, he that that's really impressive that he was able to like hoist him over. See how see how he like goes crisscross and goes inverted like wow, that. Yep. That's a very difficult thing to pull off with a guy that heavy as Gonzaga. Man, that that was pretty brutal. Now, that, that, this guy's leg locks are on point. I haven't seen leg locks like this since back in the day, like Dean Lister style. So what do you do if you're Gonzaga right here? Well, I mean, the smart move would be not to get in here, <laughs> but but actually to probably jump away once he gets in there, you know. But the problem is, more than likely, is that Gonzaga's not sweaty yet, so that, you know, he hung on to his leg hair and, like, uh, you know, wrapped up the, the legs. But, uh, wrapped up the leg lock, excuse me. But you probably to jump away, you know, that that's really the the best move is if the guy gets up underneath you and grabs on into the leg lock, you jump can away jump and, away and start and, over. And then no, yeah, it's exactly. And kick on his butt, you know, kick on his butt cheek with your other foot and escape. But that was really slick, man. There's a reason this guy's at the top of the game right now. You can see how smooth he transitioned into this leg lock. 
Does Gonzaga know he's fucked right here? Kind of. Look at look at Gonzaga's reaction. He like tries to roll and do a, you know, the traditional escape right here is to spin out of it. But the problem with that is you could blow your ACL. And so Gonzaga right here is trying to play leg locks with them, which I think is a huge mistake. And obviously it is because he gets tapped right here. But he ran out of room. You know, the, the to take the pressure off, you keep rolling. But there was so little room there. He run into the cage and got tapped. So Gordon says he's retiring uh, right now. Awesome. He's basically taking some time off. He needs a vacation, a couple more events, this and that. People are saying, you know, uh, how will he do in MMA if he goes to MMA? Um, other people are, you know, claiming he does steroids, whatever. He'd never pass a test. Or I don't, I don't I know. I think that was me before the episode started. Nice. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> well, um, so, I, I mean, I don't understand. Like, to have this guy fight in MMA is like a whole different thing. Like I said, like, if you can't pull guard. It's whole, so hard to pull guard in MMA. You know what I mean? I know I said that earlier to pull yeah. guard. But, but it's so hard because if Gonzaga was sitting in your guard punching it's, you, it's, it's way harder to like, you know, uh, a lot of his techniques will kind of be dead. Because, right, you know, if you're on top, you can use gravity to punch down. It's so hard to like... Uh, so even like right here. He's, yeah, he's, all, all these things are very... I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure if he's brought along... You know, if he'd given some quote-unquote cans that he could just out-grapple, yeah, that'd be great for a while. But then once you step up where dudes have great striking and great jiu-jitsu, it's like a whole different, you know, ball game. I'd like to see how he does in MMA. It'd be super interesting. I'll give him a fight. I mean, Gary Tonin is uh, – you'd you'd fight him in MMA? No. Well, yeah, (laughs) sure. But uh, I'm just saying, like, uh, I'd like to – if he wants to fight, I'll put a show together around him. Yeah, well, a lot of people would like to see it. I know that, you know, people say, well, look at Marcelo Garcia didn't do that well, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, I mean, that, and that's the truth is that the a lot, like, remember uh, David Terrell? Yeah. Like, remember how the big, the hype was. He had a couple fights. He got bad. I, even I was, like, excited to see how his MMA went because, I, you know, I was competing at the out, same like, time. He knocked out, like, Lindland in eight seconds or something. Yeah, yeah. And, but then he got beat up a few times. And it changed him. It changed him because he was so used to winning at jiu-jitsu that once, like, you know, he had some adversity in striking, it never, his career never really recovered from that. And, you know, it's, it's it, it, you know, every, every fighter is different. And I, I'd like to see how this guy develops. And if he really wants to, you know, I don't know why you're going to retire when you're well, according to doing him, good. Well, t- according to him, I'll, I'll – uh... All right, here we go. He's only like 25, too, right? Yeah, but you know what I mean? That's cool. You retire every time you fight. That's smart. Uh, Well, yeah. Some people are saying he's doing it as a business thing. Like, he's just trying to create more kind of... Yeah, that's cool. um, Well, we're talking about him. You know, I'm a fan. I I felt like that leg lock was badass, you know? I'd like to see him go... Why Gonzaga, as great as he is, I'd like to see this guy go against submission-specific dudes. You know what I mean? It would be more exciting to watch him go against like guys who are not MMA fighters who are just grapplers too and see how, you know, how much better the competition is and see what happens when a guy is really good at leg locks too. So it's like a, a dueling leg locks like the banjos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you looking up right now? I, I want to I want to tell you his like his like <laughs> retiring speech. You said that you wanted to see why he's retiring. Mm. You didn't get in care? All right. Uh, what? I, I just wanted to How's see. the guy going to retire when he's 25, 
He can't retire when he's 25. You got a lot left. You got a lot of leg locks left to do. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I, I don't even know. He's not taking any brain damage either, you know? So he's fairly healthy, I would guess. Yeah, I mean, you can only do them leg locks so long, man. He is, um, yeah. I, I know from personal history, he's like, oh, my God. You're, you're, I thought I would never be able to, like, break anything. And then just as the years go on, it wear out. But 25, psh. Is he 25? Un- He's under 30 for sure. I was I unbreakable say. under 30. Oh, my God. I just, like, would just, pff, yeah. whatever. I didn't give a shit. So, you know, good for him retiring and coming back. So, Rory McDonald is going to the PFL. That was yeah, what's news. that all about? I, I mean, know, look. crazy. I think it's great for the PFL. I mean, Rory McDonald has PFL been... is fucking killing it right now. So tonight, million tonight, dollar... tonight, they're giving six what? guys a million this, dollars. This podcast ain't coming out till next decade. So it'll come out tomorrow. Right, oh, Gage? Right. Gage is my man. Uh, yeah, you got it. Uh, so, that's, I mean, that's great because... Rory could legitimately say that he's the best in the world, or one of the best. I mean, he mm-hmm. barely lost to Lima. If, if people gave him that win, he's beaten Tyron Woodley. He's beaten some of the best guys. Um, so that happens. Uh, 246 UFC is looking great. We got Connor versus Cowboy. Nice. Which uh, people were saying that some people thought that Cowboy might throw the fight. And throw Ka- the fight, huh? Ka- and Cowboys react to it, said, are you out of your fucking mind? I would never do that. Yeah. Connor's looking jacked. Have you seen mm-hmm. Connor McGregor? Yeah. He's looking bigger than he's looked in a long time. Piss in the cup. Um... I'm excited for that fight. Yeah. I look. My heart wants Cowboy to win, uh, but Cowboy said he's going to stand and trade with him. That's probably not a good idea. Uh, that's- Listen, you think he? Come on, he ain't stupid. I mean, I think that look. I think the Cowboy could beat him up, stand up, maybe, maybe, but definitely can slap him out. I think. Absolutely. So I don't think he would. I don't think he's going. Look, he says that now, and I'm sure he will trade with them. But at the same time, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to stay the whole time. It's not going to be some gentleman's agreement. <laughs> Jesus Christ, look at that leprechaun. Have you ever had a... Uh, <laughs> that guy's a damn massive beast. Yeah, that's what that's what Connor looks like right now. My God, he looks like he's on Viagra's. Viagra's? Yeah. He's, I mean, he looks jacked. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah, enormous. Yeah. Now, do you think... Uh, I mean, is that going to help him, though? Because usually his, his like speed is... Uh, I know, yeah. I, look, I don't know what the fuck... What is he, baking bread under there? <laughs> damn enormous. This is dude bodybuilding fucking for fitness. Baking bread. Is he about to be the damn uh, Aquaman part two? I know. By the way, I've actually tried proper 12 whiskey over the holiday break. How'd it taste? It was as dog shit as they say. Really? It was well, awful. I, I drink it? whiskey. It's, it's whiskey. scotch? It's whiskey. I'm an avid whiskey drinker. And Are it really? was like drinking you gasoline. Me, you said that you were a SoundCloud rapper too, though. I mean, yeah, you're not. I am. I mean, not oh, okay. really, but I do drink whiskey almost every night to an unhealthy degree, and I would say that that was probably <laughs> some of the worst whiskey I've ever had in my entire life. It was very, very hard to get down. Really? Yeah. I mean, as long as it does the job right, then it doesn't matter. So well, you were shit faced. I mean, I couldn't. I, I honestly, I couldn't finish a glass of it. It was like it burned what? for a long. I'm wow. like, this isn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much shit on it because I'm sure people out there love no it. No problem. I got your money. <laughs> yeah. That's the Irish accent? I think. All right. Well, well, how do you do it? I, don't, do, I can't do it at all. I've got your fucking money over here. I can't do it, but either can you. I've got your fucking money. Oh, uh, it's better. It's better. It's better. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll work on it. <laughs> so, um, Holly Holm versus Pennington is on that card. Um, Holly Holm, do you think she's a disappointment? What? I mean, she beat Ronda Rousey. Yeah. She was like a seven-time world boxing champion. But yeah. it does seem like she's like five and five in the UFC mm-hmm. or something. I mean, granted, she's fighting monsters and only losing to the best. But 
it seems like I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. It kind of s- seems like she has like the same game plan, like every single fight. I think maybe the best thing for her would be to like go to a different camp or something, you know? Because Greg Jackson, Greg Jackson's is like notorious now for like only focusing on John Jones and like letting anybody come train, or you, you know. You just heard that from McGregor. I mean, from uh, Cowboy. <laughs> Cowboy said that. Well, I don't know. I mean, look at the people who are coming out of Greg Jackson's. How many of them are successful right now? Right now, not that many. You don't know, oh, except saying? for John Jones. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big success yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I don't know. Look, I, I can't talk on it because I haven't been over there. But I just know at camps they do fall into that, oh, we got one star kind mm-hmm. of mode. But I would think that there will be enough. Have you ever been the star at the camp? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, in that, that usually works the best when everybody's kind of focused around you. But at the same time, iron sharpens iron. If you got a bunch of good people in the room, mm, yeah. usually it, it works out. But at the same time, it could just be Holly Holm stuck in her ways. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's a and I think you're right too. Changing up camps could be good for her. But at the same time, what? She's there for this one. She's there and she beat I mean she uh am I gonna say I go Ellenberger going that he goes, Am I gonna see a dick? Uh, no, to, to fucking be on the podcast. Yeah, just that's wean. Like, yeah, yeah, just mean, just a wean dog. Have you stopped sending dick pics, by the way? Oh, yeah. I mean, once you get in a serious relationship, that, that face sort of, like, tappers out very quickly. Wait, what, what's this new serious... Is a serious relationship, like, she wears a strap on? Is that what it not is, Wayne? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind that. I'm always open for experimentation, God. but not yet. Not that part yet. But, <laughs> Have you yeah. ever... Has she still put her fingers in your butt? Yeah, no. we've been talking about this for months, bro. Like, this guy has been ass blasting for months. Yeah. And so it's just now serious? Oh, it's because of the Christmas time. Christmas time. Since you guys, serious. since she went to your mom and dad's house and talked about shit and cum ass at dinner. Bla- yeah. Ass blasting. Yeah, yeah this guy's about, always talking about we've it. We've been talking about ass blasting for months. Yeah, every time Ween's on. That should be the name of, talking our, about, of the show. Yeah, this is MMA ass blasting. <laughs> yeah. God. I, my my wife on? sometimes tries to put a finger up there, and I always stop her. I'm like, oh, you got to let her do it. I don't want a finger in my butt. What, what do you mean, why do I got to let her do it? You got to check your prostate. a healthy marriage, you know? 99% of marriages end in divorce because there's no anal blasting doing it. <laughs> Telling you right now, do it in the shower, soap it up, do what you got to do. He's like Baby Yoda. First of all, 90% marriages don't end in divorce. Well, I don't know okay. the exact Are you saying the ones that end in the divorce are because there's no anal? It's like 50%. <laughs> I mean, so I'm like, sure there's a scientific study somewhere out there that proves my point. There's I'm gonna, not going to look for it. She's saying we have to like survey people. Did you get divorced? And do you think if she was more anal blasting up your butt, it would have lasted longer? Yes. People 100%. are going to say yes. yes. Has she ever checked your prostate? Yeah. yeah. Because most dudes are against that, right? They think, oh, that's gay. It's going to be uncomfortable. But the thing yeah. is, it's more, it feels better for us than it does for women. I think that at certain points, you have to stop, though. I think the problem with, like, Mayhem's life and some of my, some, <laughs> some of my lives what's has, wrong? has Tell been, me about what's wrong with keep, my wife. You keep raising the bar as to what gets you excited, right? Yeah. You, and, know what? I do, I, you know what? I'm going to have to fucking agree with you that at one point. Like, now I've, like, scaled it back. I've already done a bunch of crazy shit, but so I'm not getting ass blasted. Thanks a lot, yeah. Ween, for the tips. So yeah. I make sure that, uh, I don't know, once I get married, I'll buy a strap on, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. Start but here's my theory, though, is that, okay, beginning, it's like you and your wife, and that's what gets you off, and that's sort of healthy, and the yada, yada. You keep your pushing girlfriend. the envelope. And then you're like, oh, let's have a threesome. That'll, that'll be fun. And then that turns into, why don't we become swingers or open relationships? And then it's like, that doesn't get us off. And let yeah. me just, let me watch yeah. somebody fuck my wife in front Rio, of me. Rio Chana and, told me the story, because he saw me, I kept running through chicks, and like, back in the day in Hollywood, and he was like, oh, maybe boring. And I was like, boring. 
And he's like, yes, maybe boring. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm going to get tired of banging chicks. Like, yeah, yes, one time, one time. And he looks up. He's like, my friend, he's, he's. And he looks in the translator. Producer, producer. Number one movies. Making many. Fuck a model. Fuck a actress. Fuck a many. Then one day, change. Fuck a boy. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no way. And he's like, yeah, it's true. Riri, Riri. And I was like, no way, Joan. And he's like, yes. And then many uh, girls coming and uh, shits his face, shits his face. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I was like, you know what? I, I took a step back after that. I, I think that's like, true. Look at Eddie Murphy. He was caught with like a tranny, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, transgender. But yeah, Trans- I, I think that's what they call now. Uh, but, so, <laughs> but it's true. I was listening to Natasha uh kingsbury's podcast because uh what's her name jade bryce who i like a lot was like she's like talking about that they have an open relationship her natasha and kyle kingsbury who oh and kyle kingsbury and natasha wicks who used to be the ring uh ring girl for i think it was wbc yeah and maybe the ufc and All then right. and they talked about they have an open relationship where she likes to set him up on dates and he's on bumble and and next thing you know it's like it was two guys and her and it, mm. it's it all seems fun in theory until it doesn't, yeah. you know, and I just feel like at a yeah, certain point. I think point, swinging around is like, yeah, it's, it's always. T- some people can do it. I mean, look, some people can it, do I it. I think it, there's an argument to be made. It, can can you live this life inside our culture? It's so kind of far. It's like if you were to like be an old school Mormon and have like eight wives, could you do that? Probably not. Because even if the girls were into it, the outside influence of our culture, it'd be way too weird. Because everybody, everyone, all their friends would be like, what What are you doing? That's disgusting. And then it gets weirder and weirder. And throw some drugs in that mix. And oh, man. But I, was at a, I was at a swinger party, Super Bowl, like, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. <laughs> and it was a Super Bowl party. It was in Pasadena. They had this big party. It was called the Lifestyle. It was called the Lifestyle, the swinging back then. Yeah. And... This girl is, it was like Reggie Bush. It was like the fourth quarter. It was a, I forgot what Super Bowl it was. It was a big game. And there's a girl on the bar with her back lying down, looked like a turkey, her legs in the air, and some dude is fisting her. Right? <laughs> and I'm watching the game, and then I'm watching this. I'm watching the game, and then I look at some girl, and she goes, that's disgusting. And I was like, huh? And she goes, he's doing it wrong. Uh, like, that was what was disgusting about it. Not any of that and, and people were so desensitized to yeah. all of this yeah and i for me as a human being i try not to get to that point what because the fuck? what were you doing there though uh my friend i got <laughs> what happened was this guy phil veroni not phil phil verone he used to be in skid row he was like the drummer after sebastian bach left it wasn't like the skid row it was right. still but anyway he was in, involved with this like swinger. So you're going to swinger parties with dudes. Well, no. What happened was they all came to the improv one night. You're all there all plus the swingers. One. Oh, they did. And then afterwards, they all surrounded me. All these like kind of good-looking cougars, sort of, kind of. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, "Hey, you know, you're really funny, blah blah blah." And let me, do you have a big cock? And it was just like, just <laughs> come fist me. And then they were like, "Hey, we're having a big party." And then Corey Feldman will be there. Or something. So then like we're having a big party. <laughs> oh, you had to go in Pasadena on Super Bowl. And my friend had just got divorced. And like, and I was like, I was trying to cheer him up, and that was That's my excuse. That's the way to do it, right? That was my there. excuse for going. I wanted to go anyway, but I'm like, oh, I'll be a good friend and take him. But yeah. I was telling myself that was the reason I was going. <laughs> and, and I love then, how you do the mental gymnastics. Of bro. course, and then like, and then I think I was getting like a blowjob from some chick, like afterwards while talking while kissing another girl, and my friend kept like going. 
was being a dick. He was like, hey, man, uh, we have to go. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. He just kept asking me questions. Like, Wait, that's the friend that you brought there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be a total dick. You're trying to cheer him up, getting a blowjob, yeah, making was, out with a cougar? Yeah, he was cock-locking on purpose. So that was the last, first and last time I went. It was too much. It was too much for me, man. I, got, right. I have to stop. It's a, it could be a gateway drug. It's, it's a, basically like mm. these threesomes and swingers. It's a gateway drug, and you keep going. I remember Jake the Snake Roberts. There was a documentary about Jake the Snake back when he was like smoking crack Ooh. and doing like backyard wrestling. And it was like the scariest documentary. And he said, yeah, he told the story about it. First, it's one girl, two girls. And next thing you know, you just keep upping the ante. And my advice to any listener here is you have to stop at a certain point. Like stop at level two. I don't, don't be a total fucking prude, but... Just know you know where that's gonna take you. Ween, where where do you think we should take it? I'm I'm glad you asked. Um, well, for me personally, after I have kids, I'm gonna chemically castrate myself <laughs> so I don't have those urges anymore. Wait, you're gonna t- what? I'm serious. I'm dead serious because I have demonic thoughts about sex and kinky stuff. What are your demonic and- thoughts? You know, there's the stuff I express on the show. It's like stuff the average person would never do in a million years. Like what? You know. You- Stuff with blood, weapons, and, you know, what I don't want to say anything that will get me arrested. Bro, why? I thought I was the dirtbag on this podcast. <laughs> this fucking guy is just one up to me. I want to murder people. I don't even have a high testosterone count. If I did, I'd be a serial killer, dude. Bro, That's why I'm saying. Listen, get, get rid I, of the balls. I'm, you got a couple bodies in your backyard. I'm <laughs> I don't want to raise Blood too much weapons. suspicion. <laughs> Ma'am. Get the corpse dog at his house, bro. <laughs> Wean dog is murdering Is, is Ellenberger signed on yet? Uh, speaking of blood and weapons. Uh, so <laughs> blood and weapons. Blood, weapons. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, are you on? Oh, come on, Jason. Fisting. What, what else? What else hashtags can we put on this fucking YouTube all video? Right. So, uh, all right. Holly Holm, also on that card. Claudia Gadella is taking on uh, Grasso. Alexa Grasso. Yeah, that's a good fight. Gadella is like the hottest chick, but she's a triplet, which makes it. And her sisters are like just as hot. They mm-hmm. all look alike. Although twins has never been my thing because it's not like you're ever going to bang at the same time. Uh, you have? Yes. I bet. Well, in high school, me and my friend like switched these chicks. They were they were weird, man. So I, I can't. When you're imagine. saying somebody's weird, yeah, that, all right, I'm go saying, on. bro. Like these girls are like. I can't believe, I can't believe you went to high school. Yeah. All right, go. All right, go. What happened? Giving us the business, bro. And they would switch, and then not at the same time, though. Yes. They were. You were banging them at the same time. Yes. It was fucking weird, bro. Who was like, your friend? I, I, I it, forgot all about that. Was he it Forrest Griffin? Yeah. He just. Re, yeah. You just re. <laughs> He just like brought something from the dead right now. I didn't even know that. So you, part all right, of my so you brain. did bang two girls in high school that were yes, twins. Yes, twins. So fucking. But what about I later? I felt life? weird about it later. Nah, later I never. Nah, I never ran into any. Yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, some Asians that looked like twins. You always were into Asians, by the way, but until uh, as of late. Uh, I mean, I, look, I had my Asian phase, and and you know, I, I'll say that I really deeply respect the Asian culture. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, at the same What's time. The but? Yeah, but I don't know. Did you ever see the girl with the two heads? <laughs> nice. I, Listen, you ever have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Discovery Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a leaked photo of them blowing a dude. Come on, I'm Sim- serious. Simultaneous. Yeah. How big is this guy's dick? Their mouths are pretty <laughs> far away. I think they just like switch. Like every five Where did you see this photo? It's just a leaked photo on the internet that I come across. And I, I what, came across. Where, what website is this guy on? Check his browser history. <laughs> 
Just think one body, yeah. two heads. That's so bizarre, dude. That's a legendary story, though, if that happened to you. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Jake Ellenberger. Uh, Is it a rule that everybody has to be in their car driving <laughs> when we do this show? Jake, Ellenberger, don't crash the damn Jake, car. Jake, have, have you seen the photo of the t- girl with two heads blowing some guy? What? So we're talking to Jake Ellenberger right now. Uh, Ellenberger, that's your like, first. Wait, wait. That's your first question. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know the tip-top show, bro. <laughs> this, is, this is the height of MMA journalism right here, dude. Uh, Wean Dog was talking about it. He saw a picture of a girl with two heads blowing a guy. I figure you, you're from Omaha. Uh, things might <laughs> oh, <laughs> you have a uh, lot of experience with birth defects. So, uh, how are you, wow. man? I'm good, man. I'm good. How about you? So, now, what are you doing? Mayhem's right here. I'm awesome, bro. I know. Great to see your handsome face. Man. No, I asked him to come hang out with you last month, and he was scared. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can understand that. The last time he saw me, I was fucking mad, man. What happened? So, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. He almost burned down an apartment complex. Wait, what happened? <laughs> you... <laughs> Wait, he that almost happened, burned yeah. down? Him, not me. Was that on the ultimate, but on the I was egging him on, and we were shooting fireworks <laughs> at each other. Uh, this is on, on the Ultimate Fighter? Yes. Ellenberger. Wait, Go what ahead. happened? Yeah, Go yeah. ahead. Admit, yeah. admit to it. It's past the no, statute of limitations. <laughs> you guys almost. Yeah. You guys were shooting fireworks at each other? Yeah, and like on the floor below, there was, there was, there was a... <laughs> there was a little, a little bit of fire involved, yeah. <laughs> so now, 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 what ha- now, Mayhem said he brought you in as a coach on the Ultimate Fighter uh, to help oh. him coach the team, right? But every night he was smoking weed and partying and not training. <laughs> what kind of? Why wouldn't you help him out and be like, Jason, you got a big fight coming up, train? Hey man, we we were we were, he was tra- I will get he was training during the day like he would go out at night but he was training every day. Okay, yeah. no, all right. He was he was training like. <laughs> it was a wild time, man. All right, now he did say that you were the best guy he's ever trained with, or at least one of the best guys. He did say, no, Jake, come on, come on, bro. That. Thank Ellen you, but I appreciate it. <laughs> now, since you last saw Jake, he now has though. three kids. By the way, yeah, what the fuck, bro? You can't put a condom on that thing. Jesus Christ, bro. He's just uh, splatting them out. What are you, Mormon? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has three kids, but he's, but he's not married. He's, he's not sure if she's the one yet. Oh, really? Uh, so. Well, she's the, one that, she's the one to get child support. So, yeah. No, she's a very beautiful lady. Uh, I've, I've met her. Gorgeous oh, yeah. girl. Are, are so, we going to talk about something like fucking fight related? I'm kidding. She is the one. Jesus All right. Christ. So, so what's going on with your career? What's going on with you since you retired? Tell us about what life's been like. Talk to us, Jake. Personal. Life's good, man. It's, it's busy. It's crazy, but it's, uh, I'm still, you know, I'm still in the gym. I'm still training when I can, when I got time, but, uh, been working, uh, been doing some working for a company. Um, but it was like payment processing, not as exciting as MMA, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. but it's all right, man. I, I still get in the gym. I still I still watch a lot of fights. You know, it's now it's you, you not as fun. You moved to Vegas. I am in Vegas, yeah. And uh, and now you're training over to uh, Extreme Couture. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. And and now you and you still go to the, the uh, pro practices. And I heard you've been fucking everyone up in the pro practices. Uh, are you thinking about what? making a? Yeah, that's the word on the street. Are you thinking about oh, making no. a comeback? Uh, you told me that. Um, so, <laughs> are you are you thinking about possibly coming back? Oh God. Uh, you know, it's the door's not closed. Yeah, but um, not not right now. Like today, no. 
Now you also told me that Rampage was in really good shape. You said that you heard from that Rampage. I did. Was, yeah, you told me that. We talked on the phone. You're like, I might, put, I might put money on Rampage. <laughs> you said he's been training for 15 weeks, and that no, he's looking he, great. He, but he has. He had. He had been training with Coach Cal, so I, I did know that. I, so I, I didn't. I didn't exactly say he was in great shape. I just know how. <laughs> damn. I know how. I know how they train at the training lab, but uh, again, what what he's doing outside of training, don't know. All right. Now, but you are making a lot of money gambling, though, right? I mean, you've been, you've been gambling on fights? Uh, well, no, I, I not really. Not really, no. Once oh, okay. in a while. All right. Making a lot, of, a lot of money. Come on, man. No. <laughs> I wish. You know this dude loves to exaggerate. No, I heard you moved to Vegas so you could ha open up your own sports gambling thing and that you've been giving advice to people. They've been coming to you and they're like, Jake, how's this guy look? How's that guy look? Is there any truth to that? Where did – first of all, where did – where did you hear that? I just, I just made that up. Now, so, um, all right, so, no. uh, all right, we'll talk about some fights. McGregor or Cowboy, who wins this fight? Man, it, I, I hate to be, I, I hate to play the fence, but like, I don't know, man. It's like McGregor's been out for a long time. It, there's so many variables in the fight, too. You know what I mean? Cowboy is pretty consistent. You know what I mean? That's not an easy fight uh, any night of the week, but. I don't know, man. It's 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 hard to say. It's really it really is hard to say. Right. I'm of the mind, and I think you might agree with me that the size difference is going to come into play. Like I think Cowboy is just naturally bigger, and it like it's going to be hard yeah. for you know like you like when you gain like I don't know. If we just were showing the pictures of of uh, Conor McGregor, and he's just, I mean, what he's like looks like he's wearing like a snuggie all the time. Like he's just wearing. Like tight, like everything is clothes don't fit him. He's just swole up. I, I, you know, I think that carrying that extra weight might have, you know, a negative effect. And on top of that, Cowboy's taller, naturally bigger. Yeah. And then, then during, if he doesn't knock him out early in the fight, it's going to be a long ass night. Yeah. You you think yeah. you think the Cowboy? I would agree. Yeah. I would say the longer the fight goes, definitely. Um... You know, and, and that's like, like again, that's a, that's a weight class. Like, yeah, he fought Diaz at one seventy, but like, they're they're both not welterweights. It's like, that's that's a tough thing to get used to. Um, but yeah, I think the longer the fight goes, it's gonna it could play a factor. <laughs> again, you know, we'll see. Now you recently had surgery, right? Didn't you have surgery? No. Huh? Oh, I thought, you, I, th I thought you were in the hospital. You had surgery on something. Or you like got something fixed or something? You were like, Did you get chemically castrated? No. No. Huh? Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. So, um, <laughs> what's with the? Now, all right. All right. Also, they're saying that Romero is going to fight Israel, uh, Silebender. Uh, Romero, I love watching him, but he's got to be at least seventy years old at this point. Well, we don't know how. <laughs> the Cubans never tell you how old Man. they are. You have to add ten. Well, that's because like when they come over on the boat, they just have like a fake birth certificate, right? Is that what that's? Is that yeah. true? So that you know, that's the same like with baseball players. Yeah. Like a twenty-five-year-old dude with a sixteen-year-old birth certificate. Right. Yeah. Uh, who do you think wins that fight? I would say Stylebender. Yeah, I, I'll agree yeah. with you on that. I mean, more yeah. likely, but it's not like Yo Romero is damn pushover. He could, he could, you know, if you study the guy right. You know, there's there's a way to unlock that style. There's a way to beat that. It's the same as you know, we all thought Michael Venom Page was just unbeatable. And then what? Uh, you know, uh, Lima turns around, kicks yeah. his leg out, and beats his ass, you know? So. Now, uh, yeah, I agree. I think with Israel, too, he's got 
obviously a little bit of youth on his side. He's, he's fast. I mean, with his, uh, you know, it, the, the reaction that he has, he's got great reaction. If you see him, just watching his like fight IQ. He's got great fight IQ. That, you know, I, I don't see, uh, UL beating him, but he, he is damn explosive. God damn, he's explosive. Now, Jake, back in the day, you trained over at Pat Miller's gym, and you said it was like a, a fight club. You guys went over there, <laughs> like, just hit each other fucking every night. It was a sparring night, fucking no gloves, like, no headgear. Teeth were flying out. Uh, later on in life, you were training with Mayhem over at Rain, where uh, uh-huh. th- things were good, but Mayhem's ex-girlfriends would show up, and then the cops were called, and fucking uh, <laughs> Asians everywhere. Mark Munoz was eating. Uh, now, what, um, how would you compare... <laughs> Those two experiences. That's those are like two different worlds, right there. <laughs> All right, so I mean, as far as training, like, yeah, I mean, the tra- I would say like the training intensity was very similar. Um, yeah, in military, there wasn't, I guess, in, the, in those days, like the Jeremy Horn days, you know, with uh, Jens Pulver was, you know, was champ. It was it was a tough ass room. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of fights, but. Uh, that was kind of still the old old school mentality of training, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, even when when I went to Rain too with with Munoz and and, and Mayhem, there definitely be, became more structured, and there'd be a lot more periodization and conditioning, you know, a lot of other things that just evolved as MMA evolved, you know. Did you ever spar with Tim Sylvia? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you never had to spar with him? No. <laughs> now, now, now Mayhem in the gym. I did though. get fucked up by Spencer Spencer Fisher and Jens. More than really? a few times. <laughs> Jets yeah. Culver, even though yeah. he was like 145 and you were 190. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They didn't matter. I mean, if we're sparring, he he ripped he ripped a few uh, liver shots too that would just send me into the corner of the mat. Yeah, he do. I'm telling you, when he was on top, man, he he guy was an animal. Now, Mayhem claims back when he was a white belt, he was tapping black belts left and right, what? and that the coaches would be like, "Well, that's that's just Mayhem." Uh, <laughs> were you there? Did that actually happen? What? But no. That was like before I'm, me and Elmer we've got together. But I, I love your imaginary. <laughs> ma- you know, this guy's imagination. I mean, it's just boundless. You should be on Reading Rainbow. Now you were at some okay. of those. You were at some. Uh, you were at some of those legendary mayhem parties that I, I was at, where there would be fireworks and he'd be naked, and there would be like lots of women everywhere, and Pat Cummings was in the corner. Uh, <laughs> Now, but you're a pretty reserved guy. Like Mayhem, like Ellenberg is the guy in the corner, very unsuspecting. Bro, I disagree. That I, this somehow... guy can turn into a madman too. What, what He's else? on Mr. Nice Guy Dad now, but I don't know. I, I he he wild out. He was shooting fireworks at strippers one time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I got thrown out of a stripper's house. <laughs> Wait, what was that? It was a stripper's. You got thrown out. What'd you do? We got Perhaps. thrown out. I don't know. We were shooting fireworks at each other in the house. Wow. <laughs> Putting fireworks in That's the microwave. Oh, it was just a wild time. Dude, I remember, but like, <laughs> I've never seen a fighter react to a loss the way he does because he would be my co host in the podcast. He would lose. So obviously, I'd give him time. I wouldn't hear from him for like four weeks. I'd send like 19 I, texts. And then all of a sudden, at three o'clock in the morning, I would get a text saying, no man can beat me scorched earth. It's nice. right? And then I'd be like, uh, does this mean you're coming back on Tuesday? Like, <laughs> Hell yeah. And then, and then I'd find out he'd be at some Indian casino in Omaha for, for oh, like we three weeks by himself <laughs> with like a flask. And nice. like he like grew a beard. Hell yeah. And like, Indian casino? <laughs> it, now, is that, 
have like you handled yourself better since Adam, those days? I, yeah. I love I love your imagination, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> this guy you, just makes a, shit up. He's got yeah, no, he Adam's gotta be a great writer. But oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, seriously. But, but uh, no, that would that didn't happen to Scorch Earth? That didn't happen? Oh well, yeah, yeah, that there there's some truth to that, yeah. <laughs> he's screenshotting that shit. He's posting it on Instagram. No, no, my I was looking at my battery. I'm like, oh fuck. Uh-oh. Now, do you miss competing? For sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, I I, I miss like the group, the, the group, man, the group of guys. You know, you train with the camaraderie, the team. You know, that that was always fucking a lot of fun. A lot of fun, man. A lot of good memories. But yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's days you don't, you know you don't miss getting hit, <laughs> getting hit in the face, but. uh yeah, for sure. Training, competing. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. I, I got You know what? One thing I will say, I I admired the way Askren retired when he retired, because he said, you know what? I, I was given opportunity, and and that's all you can ask for is and and fuck. I got you know I got I got a lot of opportunity. So at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. You know, and, and I'm grateful for that. So now I know that you had a feud with Jake Shields. Uh, but you said that Jake gave you ringworm or herpes or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know that Jake knocked out Shields know, in like 10 beautiful. seconds. I remember that. Did you like give him five afterwards? Or yeah, were you, for sure. Were you like, thanks for I taking care of my, 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 my guy or something? I don't know. I, I was happy to see that. Because that was oh, like wow, bully beatdown where he was the yeah, bully and yeah, beat yeah. you. <laughs> and then you came back and beat him for him. Hell yeah. That, yeah that, I, I felt good about that because <laughs> I felt like I was like helpful to, to Jake's career. You know, we, we spent a lot of time training together. So it was like really cool to see him like just come alive with some hammers and you know what I mean? Uh, uh, do some shit I couldn't do. So, you know, that that's dope. I mean, that's kind of the, you know, what he was talking about. And that was a big problem that I had, you know, right when I got out was I missed that camaraderie so much that I just went to a depression, bro. And like, like. I, I know that when I saw that, you know, it was like I was not training. I was get, I was injured getting, you know, uh, uh, all these surgeries and whatnot. And uh, to, to see that, you know, uh, maybe I, I had some influence on, on his uh, on his training it, to see him do that was pretty awesome. Jake, did you leave? Are you oh, back? No, you're back. Cool, yeah, cool. no, you did, man. Um, yeah, you guys were like, you guys were super close. Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, those days of rain, bro. It's bringing me back right now. Like, oh my god, that was a that was a great, you know, that was a great room. You know, we all had, and we had like a yeah. scientific method to our training. What he was talking about periodization, and we had like you know different days of like uh, cardio and different the wrestling days and specific training. Like that, that was like one of the elite training rooms in the whole world you know and it was it was great to be a part of that during that time you know now mark Munoz claims definitely. he weighs mark claims he weighs 217 right now oh wow um uh he carries guys, it well yeah he, he carries it very well yeah. uh so are you i, I remember i remember what <laughs> are, are you guys uh do you still talk to mark at all or no? i haven't no I you should reach out to him, him. i should yeah i will you still talk right. to mark once in a while, yeah, not not nearly as often as I used to, but yeah, once in a while I do. I know his his son's like a stud. He's going oh, to yeah. stage I know. wrestling. Uh, yeah, he's dude. a good dude. I fucking love that guy. He's a real nice For sure. guy. He's a real nice guy. So, all right, so you got three kids. You moved to Vegas. You got a hot wife. You got a desk job, but you're still thinking about possibly coming back. Yeah. Well, I don't have I don't have a desk job, but uh, <laughs> I, I do have a. <laughs> I do have, I, I, I can work from anywhere with the, with the internet. 
Nice. Oh, cool. And, and, and are you in Omaha right now? Or are you back in uh, Vegas? Are you living in your car? No, Is that what's going on? Where are you? <laughs> where yeah, are you? Yeah, I, I know I am. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not around. driving, so we're good. Exactly. So are you, are you back in Vegas? Yeah, I'm in Vegas, yeah. Nice. And, and uh, where's the wife? Oh, she's at home. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, cool. All right. Well, listen, Jake. Yeah, that was brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> way to way to take it to the that, next. All level right, there you go. So, all right. Hitting questions. So, Jake Allenberger, my man, my friend, your friend. <laughs> when are you back in LA? Uh, okay. Oh, I froze up. No, that's that's just his natural face. All right. <laughs> so, Jake, are you back? All right. All right. Well, thank you. That was Jake Allenberger. The goddamn right? internet. Yes. Trump's America. Thanks a lot. Bernie Sanders is going to bring Wi-Fi to everybody. Sorry. That's all good. All right. Uh, can we call him back or something? His or? phone might have died. He said he was checking his battery. Yeah. He never had great cardio. All right. So um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He had, Brilliant. He had good... So what are we talking about? Tonight, PFL. Yeah, PFL. I'm excited to watch David Michaud, Kayla Harrison tonight. Uh, you know, I'm too. I like that. I like that. Mich- What's the name? David Michaud. Michaud yeah. Oh, I like him too much. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to win. Hope and so. I, but I don't know because I don't, you know what I mean? I didn't do enough research, so I can't. He's fighting a Hawaiian guy, Ray Cooper III, Rick. who's, who's really? his father, Ray Cooper II, was a fighter. His father lost to Jake Shields, and then he beat Jake Shields. I remember, yeah. So uh, this, guy, this guy, he's a real uh, tough Hawaiian guy. Jeez. I feel like Hawaiian's just natural. Ray Cooper, I, didn't I fight that guy? Jesus. Did you fight him? I don't know. I don't did think you, so. Did you fight his dad? I think so. I don't know. I, it sounds familiar. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, you might have fought him. No? I don't. I don't know. I just know that he was around when I was around. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, uh, I don't know, man. That, that, I'm too excited. I'm, man, I hope he wins. I hope Kayla wins because, you know, I'm real. I'm a big fan of her and that, and that sexy neck of hers. <laughs> She's got the sexiest neck really? in the Really? I don't know what it is. You're, you're, judo you're a big neck. Uh, you're a neck I woman. I guess I'm, I'm in the necks. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's my fetish, huh? Yeah, well, weird. Well, we'll see you next year. Okay, so <laughs> get out of here with your dad jokes. I know. I'm a dad. Fucking yeah, tell dad jokes. Uh, so anyway, all right, we got that. It's been a great show. I like this. It show. has been yeah. a damn good it's show. Been we, fun. Yeah. What you guys have learned, but something. Oh, I talked to Bisbing by the way. Nice. He, say, he says hello. God bless him. He says hello. He says he likes you a lot. He said uh, he said he trained with a lot of people who actually know you and uh so what do you say we do a, a, a rematch in jujitsu you versus bisbing all right you down yeah we're booking it i'm I, it's going to be in my organization mayhem martial arts mayhem martial arts <laughs> you versus uh, bisbing that'll be pretty awesome if we can get that sign i mean shit that, now do you think you were be... poisoned for that fight <sighs> could we talk about that or no no i don't feel like talking about it all right we'll take that out okay so want to take it out of the podcast no okay i don't care all right so because i because bro you, all right. you don't do any editing anyway <laughs> I, I know you don't. Because, no, because it's funny. A lot of people say uh, that they drink certain things and that they think that maybe the organization that they work for might have put something in their mm-hmm. water before that made them a little bit more tired or I'm sleepy sure it's or drowny. Yeah, because I'm actually, Michael Moore uh, was saying uh, in the rematch between the Ortiz, whatever, he goes, Yeah, Ortiz should win if they don't put something in his drink. But obviously, Ortiz didn't come in out of shape, but whatever. But uh, I've been hearing more and more about that. Mm. So. Okay, all right, so here we are. Uh, I will be at the Portland, Oregon, at Harvey's Comedy Club first uh, next week in January, uh, and then I'm going to be at uh, the Laugh Factory in Reno, followed by El Paso. At How, the, Reno, at the how's show. that room? 
I love it. Yeah. I like Reno. Yeah, I like yeah. any place where casinos are like the That's majority. Of, yeah, yeah. And then, I, and then this Friday night, I'll be in Mesquite, Nevada, at uh, the Casablanca Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Um, yeah, I have all those things coming up. Um, you could download my uh, uh, Amazon Prime special. Adam Hunter still broke. Um, what do you got coming up, Wendell? <clears throat> What's up, guys? You can go on TikTok and follow me on TikTok. <laughs> my TikTok name is Hot Chin Action, like Hot Chin Action. I'm gonna start the stream back up on Twitch. I'm, on you know, Twitch. I'm gonna join TikTok just so I can follow. Are you on it? I, I I have it downloaded, but I'm afraid that like I don't know. That you're not uh, ten years old. That and that, she, yeah, like, Xi Jinping yeah. can listen to my. What TikTok. do you do on TikTok, Wean Dog? I do a lot of cat videos, dog videos. <laughs> Those are the only videos like really go viral on my account, dude. Anytime I do a video of me, it's like two views, a lot of dislikes, you know. <laughs> Um, also, <laughs> for those of you that listen to this podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud, we are now on YouTube, on Adam Hunter's YouTube channel. If you want to actually watch the show, yes. see our faces, but more specifically mine. And there's a lot of YouTube, hateful, a lot of a lot of hateful comments on there. Uh, I know people yeah. saying they're here just for mayhem. Good for Adam. Nobody, Adam. No, 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 they're saying I'm here for Adam. Said nobody ever. So that's what somebody wrote. I'm like, yeah. thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hey, that's the worst thing they're saying. I'm doing something right. right? So <laughs> Shit, I, 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 I tell myself that so I can sleep at night. Uh, and now, mayhem. What do you got coming up? Oh, you know, next year is big, bro. 2020 is is big, man. I, I got some things in the works. You know, uh, as far as uh putting together a show and i don't want to talk too much about it but it's gonna happen i love it i love it man if anybody look you are a guy that like you came from nothing came from you, nothing you came from less than got to the top of the world back down to nothing no no baby i'm coming back not true you're not down 2020 this is your year man this is our year baby i love it love it well thank you guys so much take care have a great 2020. Tunis, 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 T